Hello friends okay. and listeners this is your host Ashna Jha and you're listening to Hustlers Daily where every week we share stories of unheard hustlers of India who are changing the world one step at a time Today we are hosting Rishabh Shreth best known for founding Arc Analytics and being the managing director of Rocket Internet Sri Lanka in the past Rishabh is an alumni of two prestigious institutes of India IIT Bombay and IIM Bangalore What inspired Rishabh to quit his comfortable job and take the route of starting up on his own? So adjust yourself well on whatever device you are listening it on because we are going to dive into the crazy hustling story of Rishabh for next few minutes. So Rishabh, what's your story? Uh first of all, thanks Ashna for having me on the show. And uh I think this is my first ever interview uh after starting our analytics so thanks a lot and uh, so yeah let me tell you a brief background about who we are and what we do so we are a data science company and we build ai solutions for clients so i think uh, ai is like quite the hot topic right now mm-hmm. uh, but very few people actually understand uh, what we do so to give you a very simple example we build like if you are shopping on amazon mm-hmm. uh, the product recommendations that you see uh, people who have bought this so we build things similar to that so we build predictive analytics modules we build recommendation systems uh, we build uh, document uh, capture systems and things like that mm-hmm. so yeah so that's the basic background about what we do so are you into service right now or have you developed your own product uh, we are actually into service so how it went about is that uh, basically me and my partner my uh, co-founder vikram uh, we have been working together for the last 3 uh, years and uh, so basically this, at the start of this year both of us wanted to uh, do our own venture mm-hmm. and uh, i was looking around for uh, finding co-founder so i had asked a couple of friends in my network mm-hmm. and uh, finally the thing is that basically vikram and i already have that compatibility of working with each other so then uh, it was like a natural match for both of us and uh, we are actually we we thought that we wanted to build a company before uh, like the thing is that if we go into a product we would be spending a lot of time and money without uh, actually seeing the revenue for quite some time so we thought that we first want to build a company mm-hmm. and product would be the outcome of that company okay cool so how did you meet bikram what are your suggestions on finding a core team and how to recruit your co-founders oh sure so uh, the thing is that uh, basically uh, uh, actually this is not my first startup i have started uh, two other companies before this while in college so one was during the last year at iit bombay and uh, the thing is that i had started with friends mm-hmm. and these are really close friends where we had been like always doing projects together mm-hmm. and the thing is that the uh, relationship for founders it's quite different compared to when you start uh, when you are like uh, just friends Mm-hmm. so so from my learning it's better to start with someone who you have actually worked with in the past and for me and bikram we have been working together for last 3 years so i was uh, working uh, right after completing i am bangalore mm-hmm. i started a job as head of sales in uh, nepal mm-hmm. and uh, bikram and i uh, fortunately were like from the start sitting next to each other mm-hmm. and uh, we started like uh, working together we started doing lots of new initiatives at the company together and that's how like our rapo built up personally and that's naturally transcribed into like a friendship 
so and then the thing is that this continued so basically once i shifted jobs to sri lanka uh, there was an opening uh, obviously i got uh, bigram a referral and he is very very talented so he was able to crack the interview and get into the company and then again like last one and a half years we were working together so that is how all of it started and the thing is that once you have a working relationship for 3 3 and a half years mm-hmm. then it is very natural that you are quite comfortable with each other's working style right so uh, what compelled you to to become an entrepreneur from your point of view what is, what is the necessary trait of uh, an entrepreneur oh so i think those are two different questions first let me talk about like the uh, what compelled me so the thing is that uh, actually this is quite true for both become and me we always wanted to do something of our own mm-hmm. so the thing is that uh, uh, even while we were working we were coming up with product ideas we also tried building something we wanted to build a uh, job referral network uh, we wanted to create a app which will help people uh, remember and text their friends every week mm-hmm. and we always were discussing ideas and the thing is that for me personally having that uh, autonomy of doing something on my own uh, was much more important than say uh, wealth maximization because the thing about uh, uh, getting money is that if you are in a job you are much more likely to be making more money than say starting your own company because startups are super risky mm-hmm. there is a high probability that you will fail yeah and uh, yeah so that is the whole perspective that don't start if you are in it for the money start because either you have some problem that you really really want to solve or say maybe you uh, ha- want to do something of your own right what are your views on like hiring so uh, when you go out uh, apart from your core team how do you go about hiring uh, what are the specific roadblocks in hiring in india i see uh sure so i think uh, in when it comes to hiring what uh, there are couple of qualities which uh, we look for in people and one of them is like uh, extreme ownership like we definitely want to hire people who own whatever task that they are doing so what we have seen from our previous jobs mm-hmm. is that a lot of times people just uh, put the blame on someone else Right. in order to get away from the responsibility right. and uh, that is never a good sign for a company so that is one thing that we definitely look at, uh, in mm-hmm. people and second thing that we definitely want in people is like uh, really fast uh, learning ability so we for this what we do is that we give out tests mm-hmm. and uh, we ask them like these are problems that we are actually facing in our everyday uh, jobs and we make we make that into a assessment test and we put it in front of the candidate and uh, that really shows you that in a given of like one or two days can someone actually pick up a completely new topic and build something okay and uh, and about the part about hiring in india so on that actually uh, we don't have much uh, like i would i don't have much experience on that like our team is actually based in kathmandu nepal mm-hmm. uh, so like our entire tech team is in nepal and uh, what we have seen is that over there people are very very hard working much more than uh, what i have seen in india so why uh, you have shifted your base to nepal rather than india 
Oh yeah, sure. So actually, the thing is that uh, that's a good question. Uh, we were initially thinking of having a office in Mumbai, mm-hmm. and what happened was that uh, we actually posted the same job at both the positions. So we had an idea that Nepal has good talent because my partner comes from a school in Nepal, which is almost like equivalent of IIT for Nepal, mm-hmm. and uh, we knew that we will find some good talent there. But we had no idea whether they will be uh, knowing data science or machine learning and deep learning. Uh, to our surprise, what we found is that not only those people knew, they were really desperate to work for a company like ours. And uh, whereas in India, what has happened is that at least for data science, even if you know like a bit of it, people really think that okay, now they they can uh, they know everything, and that is not a good attitude to go into a job with. So what we found is that uh, over there, besides the cost aspect of it, uh, our retention of employees becomes easier, and the talent we were getting there was like really eager to learn and like uh, build their own profile. So then we thought that okay, for the start, it's uh, good to have a tech team in uh, Nepal. Actually, we might open a center in India also sometime in the future. That's great. That's great, Rishab. So, what are the specific roadblocks to watch out for? Like, if you are starting up on your own, like we know that we live now live in an era where everyone wants to start up. So, uh, what are some specific roadblocks according to you? <laughs> so, I think this question ties up with like the bottlenecks and uh, other things. Like one of the main things I would say is that uh, usually people have a uh, very uh what do you say amateur idea about what entrepreneurship is mm-hmm. and uh, i would say that the main bottleneck or roadblock for most people is themselves and uh, by that i mean is that uh, uh, when you hear about startups in the media you have a very different idea about what a, a founder is but when you actually start doing you realize that it's much 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 more important than you ever anticipated like most of the days we receiving bad news Either your client will not pay on time, or someone will be leaving, quitting the job, or say the project is not working out as you expected, and there are like hundreds of other things that will keep coming your way. From as simple as like, okay, the, there is no water in the office. Mm-hmm. Now what do you do? You are responsible. So that I would say is like a very big hurdle mm-hmm. to cross. That your internal preparedness to take on hardship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is lacking for a lot of people and it is for the first time founder i think that is also true because of course you don't have any data point once you try founding a company you will get to know and uh, the second thing i would actually say is that uh, it's also about who you start with uh, because normally what people do is that they the whoever whoever they whoever says yes the first actually start the company with that person and that is typically not the best approach and ideally it's not even good to start with friends because your friendship actually will take a bad turn if the startup doesn't work out so right i would rather say that that is a very hard uh, metric to set for yourself to say that okay is this the person i want to be constantly 8 hours a day 7 days a week uh, be working with for the next 5 years mhm But don't you think Rishab, that the chemistry which we have with our friends uh, is much more higher than someone uh, who is completely stranger to us? 
while working true you're yeah that's actually true the, the, the thing is that uh, when you start with friends the initial relationship is more about the friendship and one of the for example one of the hard decisions that like you you would have to take early on is who is the ceo and who gets how much equity mm-hmm. and uh, the thing over there is that this typically really strains the relationship so for example things that you would have never told a friend like you would never tell a friend that okay you are bad at doing x because you don't want to hurt his feelings or you won't say that okay uh, maybe like uh, we should get someone else to do it uh, but all those things you would need to tell your co-founder once you start and the thing is that you might share an excellent chemistry with your friend uh, but do you still need to consider whether that will translate to a working relationship mm-hmm. right so uh, this is what our listeners need to take notice uh, of like when uh, investors are searching for when inv- investors are looking at your deck they are basically see the team first and when they see the team they want to find a source of how you started with your co-founder what relationship you have had in the past so the major thing is uh, not having a friendship not having a close relationship but the work the quality of the work and how much work you have done with each other in the past that that's what matters in the vc circle also and in your startup also uh, do you think it's uh, something which you agree on rushab yeah i completely agree on because the thing is that as friends you might be friends for like decades but you might still not be able to actually make something that people want right whereas like you could know a person just for 6 months but in that 6 months to 1 year you would have actually worked so closely you you don't need to hang out with your co-founder after the uh, day end in fact it's better if you don't it's better to have a social life after that yeah. but yeah as in uh, not just for vcs and uh, this thing it's basically for your internal satisfaction to whether the company is going in the right direction mm-hmm. so what you need to ask yourself is am i being open with the problems that we are facing as a company right right true shop so what support or resources are available uh, in terms of finance or in terms of the help which we are currently uh, looking for uh, in the startup domain actually i think now there is tons of material online mm-hmm. uh, if you really want to learn about how to make a good product uh, then i think why combinator has uh, lots of uh, free videos so that is definitely one of the things i would suggest to go and look at so that that really goes lecture by lecture goes into how, what are the different things you need to pay attention to uh, a second thing that i really found useful at the start was uh, this book called founders dilemma and this this is what i'm talking about like right even before you actually take the first step so, because what it does is that uh, it actually gives you a very data centered view on how on how startups evolve uh, so it goes how do you split equity how do you find a co-founder and what kind of co-founder do you find uh, how how do you like it it answers a lot of questions which a uh, first time founder will have and it definitely helped me a lot so i would say that definitely read founder's dilemma mm-hmm. uh, third i would say that uh, once you actually start and i think once you start you will need quite a few tools like uh, how do you set up a basic home page how do you actually do marketing so product hunt has like various resources so if you go through product hunt you will see like people have made uh, combos of all the 
free tools for uh, startups so there are like 400 free tools for startups 50 free tools for startup so you can mm-hmm. just go and you will find a, you will come across these lists and uh, then you can start using whatever you need from there so i think these are the three things besides that there are tons of other things that you'll find on the net mm-hmm. cool uh, rushab for our listeners i'll mention all the resources which uh, rushab has mentioned in the end of the episode so be there till then so rushab how did you go about finding your first customer quite interesting actually so the thing is that we our first customer was was uh, actually not a customer we went to an uncle who we wanted to go for advice as to that uncle was like pretty successful and has his own company and turns out that he required our skills so i think uh, the base that what we learned from there is that you will never know where your first customer is will come from it's best mm-hmm. to actually just start networking and telling that oh we are planning to do this uh, what do you think and uh, if people have a requirement they'll themselves tell you that oh this sounds interesting uh, we are trying to do xyz can you help with any of these right great rishab uh, so how many customers do you have as of now till today we would have so far i think in the last 7 8 months completed about 20 odd projects and uh, that is huge rishab yeah. yeah and uh, yeah so i think once you get the momentum so it's just about building right the thing is that once you start so so networking is one of the things that we did and uh, so we started going out like in our network asking people if they have any work and the second thing is uh, we also there are uh, platforms such as upwork so if you are really really new and uh, you have no benchmark then you should also list yourself on upwork or fiverr or platforms like that where mm-hmm. you can actually get uh, started you'll the revenue will be smaller but what will it will help you do is it will one give you validation that your services are required and uh, second it will also help you know the market like what people are looking out for uh, what what are the problems that people regularly face things like that mm-hmm. and uh, uh, besides that what we have seen is that referrals also work quite well so ideally the thing is that your customers even if the best ones uh it's your job to continuously ask them hey how are things going have you come across any other company which might need our services and things like that so right. it's your job to drive your own referrals and uh, for us like a combination of all three of these work and now we have like uh, four uh, long term clients that we are working with right So Rushab uh, what do you think can't be replicated about your business easily Oh interesting Uh I would definitely say the learnings that we have gotten in the last 7 8 months those will definitely be unique about us uh, mm-hmm. as to our solution as to like the actual product and the solutions that we built I think in some form like if you uh, if someone else actually starts uh, Uh, doing the same thing as us over a period of time they will actually uh, learn what we have done but uh, there is obviously a time gap and uh, what you also need is data it is for data science what we have seen is that you cannot start unless you have data and we were very fortunate to get data from our clients and other sources right right rushab 
so basically uh, rushab moving on to our next question uh, what do you think about the emotional quotient while dealing with the clients and the employees oh i think it matters a lot i think that is as a founder i think that is absolutely your job to manage relationships and uh, what i have seen is that uh, uh, as in you cannot treat uh, human beings like robots uh, because that is just a recipe for disaster so a lot of the times even if you are right like you will have clients who will say that do x whereas you know x is might not be the best outcome it is your job to inform them but uh, that also has to be done in a delicate way where you are not coming across as saying no you are wrong and this is how it should be because you might be able to prove that you are right but it in the end you still lose the customer so it's always a balancing game on both the sides for customers also and for your employees because employees will come up with requests now you want to hear them out you will, and I, the thing is that basically personally i have made a lot of mistakes in this area over the years because i i come from like an attitude where right is right wrong is wrong but over a period of time i have uh, come to realize is that what when people say uh, their opinion uh, you, you really have to like accept it as true and try to find out why they are saying that so that then you can build your case for persuading them to do something else right right rushab so uh, rushab uh, moving on to our next question uh, i think we have had quite a significant amount of serious questions let's move on to some unserious questions <laughs> okay so rushab uh, what sound or noise do you love the most oh i i definitely like uh, when my mom calls uh, everyone for lunch she like uh, she uh, she shouts like uh, jamwa abhi jao which is like uh, lunch is ready come and uh, i think that is like uh, definitely in the house like when mom shouts that everyone is like okay leave everything go for lunch i think all of us love food and all of us have the sound of calling out for food so let's move on to our next question dusha if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the purely gates <laughs> i don't <laughs> okay uh, if heaven exists uh, okay although i am like more towards uh, god doesn't exist i would say that uh, uh, yeah actually i haven't thought about it i food is ready maybe uh, that that's your spirit of uh, pure good juice yeah, that's true <laughs> let's move on to the next question room desk and car which do you clean first uh definitely my desk i definitely like a desk which is clean so i think uh in terms of like priority i definitely want to start a day with a clean desk because uh room yeah i've been living in a dorm which was like quite untidy so the only thing that you can actually have clean is the desk right right that's your most productive place i guess yeah yeah so rushab we will have one rapid fire round where i will give you two set of options you have to choose one rapidly okay okay cool sure. so own or manage manage suggest or direct suggest lead or participate mm, lead shape or control shape captain or navigator uh, captain ownership or title 
ownership grace or power definitely grace complete or reflect complete aspire or accomplish mm, accomplish membership or possession membership president or minister hmm president cool so and i think this this can you can do like a psycho psychometric analysis and tell me if i was consistent enough I know. I'll tell you where, where I found these questions. I found it in uh, a book by HBR. Uh, it was uh, HBR's ten must reads on entrepreneurship and startups. Oh, so I they, see. Interesting. Yeah. So I thought like let's include it in my show also. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And uh, like, what do the answers reflect? Uh, it basically reflects uh, how much uh, leadership the person uh, is possessing and how, what kind of leader will the person make if you are hiring someone in in an office kind of setup so in ct or uh, in a large corporation so these set of questions helps you to determine uh, rapidly like how the person thinks and in what direction he is moving into So, Rusha, what is your best idea for someone who is aspiring to take their idea forward? I would just say that uh, build something that uh, just start. I would just say just start. Like the thing is that a lot of people, including me, normally dream that. So, I would just say that break it down for your idea to actually come to life. Uh, the basic couple of steps that you would need to take, and just take those steps. I think there is nothing that can trump doing. So, if you start by doing, then you'll you might fail, and there is a very very high likelihood you fail. But at least you learn something, even if you fail. Right. So, Rushab, uh, let's end this episode on a good note. So, uh, please tell our listeners how they can find you, how they can hire your services, and what is your best email ID. Sure. So yeah, I think uh, do check our website archanalytics. ai. so that is like all the information about our services mm-hmm. and uh, i think you can reach out to me on linkedin so if you just search by my name uh, i'm quite responsive over there or you can just drop me an email on rushab.a.shade@gmail.com okay cool so audience uh, that was rushab shade he talked about startups his journey and his uh, impact he's creating So uh, the resources which we talked about a book called Founders Dilemma. There is another site called uh, Y Combinator. So they have a different different set of uh, video lectures on how to start up and how to manage your initial days as a founder or a team. Uh, there is another website he talked about. It was www. product hunt. com. So listeners, I'll see you next time with our next guest. Uh, Hustlers Daily runs twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Keep listening to us and keep hustling. Bye bye.